For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go. The Buffalo Nerds Sports Podcast Where we talk history of the game numbers and stats And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should Because I'm this, 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 this the, the real deal And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills Turn it up to the max, sit back and relax This the Buffalo Nerds Sports Podcast Let go! Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome in to another episode of the Buffalo Nerd. This is your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. This is going to be the week 14 phase report. First time all season, back-to-back losses. Uh, I think if you uh, listened to the preview show, uh, I felt like this was very much going to be a possibility. Uh, I said 34-31, could go either way, was leaning towards Tampa Bay. We got 33-27 overtime. Great game. I mean, just a fan of football. Just a great game. Uh, the Bills, you know, they came out flat again in the first half here. And, uh, you know, we, we got to remedy that. But besides that, they did step up and, uh, you know, sh- show back up in the second half. So for me, uh, personally, when I was watching this game, there was ups, there was downs, uh, there was moments like the fake punt attempt where I was like, God, McDermott, are you like trying to get yourself fired here? I mean, like what's going on? Like it just felt like the dumbest thing in the world. Um, You know, so it was a trivial of kind of just errors and not really making sense in the first half and the scoreboard was reflecting a team that was about to get blown out of the water. And then all I said to myself was, how are they going to respond? Because if they come out and respond, that tells us what we need to know, right? I mean, if they come out and they just get blasted, we got major problems. Second half, they showed up. You And I credit McDermott a little bit because this is the first time I really saw him kind of all season. We're in the middle of it happening in the half. He was there making adjustments. I think typically in the past, he waits till the half or, or they just kind of wait and they make the adjustments at that point in time. And that's it. They don't necessarily make the in-game stuff where you see him up in it. 
I think with the importance of this game, you saw he knew it. He was up in there and they made the adjustments and they made one hell of a comeback. Uh, I mean, this defense who got blasted in the first half stepped up in the second half and they stood their ground uh, and they got it to where we had the opportunity to win this. Um, I mean, you can't ask for going down, getting yourself in the situation where you tie the game, you win the coin toss, you've been doing nothing but rolling them, and then you come out and you have three kind of eh, plays, and that ended up being it. So uh, it was a tough, tough loss. Um, Josh Allen, QB1, the guy just continues to show it. Each and every week, you saw him playing through basically a banged up on one leg there and still just outperforming everybody else on the field. So uh, real proud of him in the way that the team actually did respond in this loss. Uh, it's, it's not the end of the world, but the waters that we are swimming in have definitely gotten a lot murkier. Um, we can still you know, handle this. I think these are four winnable games coming up in the future, um, but... It is going to depend on Josh Allen's health, obviously. And I do think that we saw in that second half that the Bills kind of remembered who they are. We kind of move. We go fast. We dink and dunk. We have this really good slot wide receiver named Cole Beasley who basically can get you open whenever you need to be open. And you heard Tony Romo talking about that like almost the whole game, right? Like he was basically just gave the oh, third down Cole Beasley. Just go like that's all he ever did in Dallas. And it worked because no matter you knew what that was going to happen or not, he still was unbeatable. And I think we need to, we saw a little bit of that. Dawson Knox stepped up, Gabe Davis steps up in the, in the loss of Sanders, which, um, Gabe has looked good. He's looked, he's progressing nicely. He's a big body that I think we can use and he's going to be nice, maybe a real nice addition here as we're moving forward. But all in all, tough loss good team victory internally, like those team kind of things that you're looking for. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was, you had a chance to win despite some negative things, some play calling issues, some referee continuing to just stick their nose in the wrong place at the wrong time. And then even on topping that, making the wrong call. So it was a, it was a tough outing, um, you know, but you still had a chance against the champs when they came out and they knocked you down in the first round and they knocked you down in the second round. And then you came out in the late rounds and you said, you know what? No, we can be here. We should be here. And hopefully that will progress moving forward. And we take that attitude moving forward as we defend our turf for this long home stretch here to get ourselves the best possible shot to get into the playoffs. Um, you know, the number one seed in the in the division is not necessarily out of the play yet either with Tampa Bay or excuse me, with New England. I just say Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, New England's all the same. But New England basically has got the showdown with the Colts, which could determine, you know, a, a opening up the door for that showdown against us the following week, where then if they take a loss later in the season against the team that we've beaten, like a Miami or somebody, um, we'd be in a good situation. So it's not over yet. But <clears throat> Let's uh, kind of dive into it. It is the phase report. So we're going to break down each phase, give out the game ball, you know, do all that good stuff. I mean, obviously, there's nobody else that deserves the game ball in this game than Josh Allen. Um, he stepped up and he did everything he needed to do. He grabbed every single human being that was a Buffalo Bills player and our coach and threw them on his back in this game and did everything in his power to make it happen. So he did have some some mistakes. Uh, the interception was just, eh, it was poor, poor, you know, decision. Um, but besides that, when they needed it the most, 
He was the guy that got it done. Uh, he, he made the throws. He made the right decisions. He kept himself in it. Uh, he took a beating while doing it. So it very much was not uh, something that we should be uh, hoping that he has to deal with moving forward. Offensive line, a rough first half. In the second half, they seemed to kind of get things going, or at least the game plan changed enough to where we were going quick hitter. We were kind of moving. They did a couple of runs here and there to kind of push them back and get them moving off kilter a little bit from what we had done in the first half, where you saw an offense that did not th- did not run with a running back um, for the first time in NFL history. So offensive line, <clears throat> there's still struggles there. They need to do better. We need more from them. Um, but better showing in the second half. And you saw that kind of come out. Singletary, I thought had a decent game. You know, he had a couple of big runs and I think that was mostly just because there was so much space because of all the throwing, but uh, he looked okay in this game. You know, Dawson Knox again, looked good. Cole Beasley, uh, you know, to me, he feels like he's being lost in this offense uh, again and again and again. And you saw him hopefully in the second half of this game, find that kind of place again, where, when you've got teams that the secondary isn't that great, like this team was, you've got to utilize him and you've got to trust him and get back into understanding that role exists. Uh, all in all, though, the offense, once they got it going in the second half, again, kind of just this thing where we're, we're struggling to get that complete football game together right now. We're, we're not even doing it necessarily in those wins. Um, you know, we're just having better halves than others, but there's something missing. And I think you kind of feel like maybe the way guys were talking after this game, that they did find in fact, the bills. Cause I think we've talked about this offense kind of not knowing its identity. What's McDermott want? What's Dable want? What is this going to look like? And I think in this game, we kind of saw it kind of pieced together towards that second half that this is how we need to be. But the only thing that I still think is missing is a little bit of that up tempo, uh, especially with good defenses like this. Uh, once Josh is cooking, they're hitting him. He's feeling it. He's seeing it. Let him just go. And, and you, you know, you can't really worry about who's on the other side and how much time you're going to leave them all the time when your offense is struggling. Let them find their rhythm and go. But hopefully the second half offense carries over, you know, into this game against uh, Carolina coming up this week that, uh, you know, they do have a decent defense. They just, you know, they've taken some losses. Uh, I think it's mostly just because the quarterback play, has not been good for them. So their defense has been on the field a lot and getting a lot more exposure. And I think anybody knows that that's going to lead to bad things, but the Buffalo bills, you got to keep this offense rolling game ball. Like I said, at the top, Josh Allen, nobody else. I mean, just a great game. Gabe Davis, just for stepping up. I'd give him like the, the, the number two role. Let's move it over to the defense because we saw in the first half again, kind of just, this was, what we were hoping we weren't going to see, um, you know, we kind of we gave up the the big play again, and we've seen now that this is the games that we lose are games that we're having to deal where we're giving up this big play, and you know it's been a run, big run, big run, big run. It happened again to us in this game, but offensively, they they didn't. I mean, they didn't do anything that I didn't think they would be able to do. I mean, they put up 488 yards, but I mean. When you think about who they are and what they've been doing, that's kind of it. And a lot of that was first half yardage. And then, of course, you know, you, you tack on 60, 58 yards, whatever it was there at the end. So, you know, that was 430 yards we'd given up until that big pass in overtime. So, yeah, it, it didn't look pretty in the first half. They were rolling. They looked like they were doing whatever they wanted. Again, though, this defense stepped up. And more importantly, what I what we saw in that game was Levi Wallace, 
and Dane Jackson held their ground. They gave up big plays and, you know, things happen. Some pass interference calls that were sus- just suspect on both of them. Uh, you know, just like, I mean, but whatever. Uh, that aside, I thought that Dane Jackson made some great plays. Uh, he definitely had some plays where he got beat. Um, but you're going to have to deal with that. But more often than not, for a team that went up against Mike Evans and Godwin and Gronkowski, that back end held its own and it looked good. I mean, you take that and you put that up against the rest of the opponents the rest of the way, you're not really going to be seeing teams that are going to be bringing that kind of stuff into the building. I mean, we haven't even seen what New England can do against this yet in the past game because they chose not to pass. But Carolina, I mean, they've got DJ Moore, who's a great guy. And, you know, they've got, you know, Robbie Anderson, who's had success against us. But this back end showed me that they could hang. And to me, that was important to see. So defensively, uh, you know, no turnovers. Uh, We gave up one on the offensive side of the ball. That was a big difference. Third downs, they were, uh, they were, they were 50%, eight of 16. So you'd like to see that number a little bit lower, especially when your team, you know, you're at two of 13. Um, but realistically, for the amount of plays, uh, you gave up 6.3 yards of average gain. Um, you know, the rushing yards, only 137 rushing yards, not terrible. I mean, I think that we would be able to live with that uh, moving forward. Punts, we did okay. You know, just realistically, time possession, everything, this was a pretty equal game you know, after it was all said and done and the defense, you know, they missed some things. Uh, you know, there were some opportunities out there. I think he heard, if you listen to Trayvon Edmonds after the game, he, you know, he took on some uh, positions in that game where he could have been better. And yeah, I mean, you can say that about anybody, you know, any given time, you just hope that, you know, he makes it happen more often than not. And in that scenario, there's a couple of times he didn't, um, you know, he, he's definitely just taking the brunt of it, you know, on the pass coverage play, not trusting his eyes. Um, whether if that's actually the full truth about how that coverage is supposed to break down, we don't really know. Um, but they're all, you know, standing pat that nothing was wrong on that play. So defensively, you know, just one more stop and you don't know. But they did in the second half stand up and make enough stops to give us an opportunity to win. And, you know, we almost had it. Again, though, that big play is hurting us. Um, but if we're going to game ball on this side, you know, there was a couple guys that I thought actually uh, played, uh, you know, good games. You know, I thought Milano had a good game. Tron Johnson had a good game. There was guys that played well. Poyer, to me, though, just he, he gets the game ball on this one. I mean, just he continues to just be so good up, down, in coverage. He he got tested a lot more in the past game on some deep balls in this, uh, you know, and he's also come up and did his same thing, you know, up near the line of scrimmage. So for me, it'd be Jordan Poyer, um, Dane Jackson stepping in against some big time players like that would get a, a close number two for me. But it was positive to see that that group can gel, um, you know, against a very pass heavy team, um, you know, kind of when you got smacked around early, too that they, they stood their ground and they, you know, made it happen in the second half and gave us an opportunity. So against uh, this defense should get an opportunity to, you know, face, they're definitely not facing Tom Brady. Um, we're not sure if it's going to be Cam Newton, PJ Walker, whatever they end up doing, maybe Sam Donald's back in the mix by that, you know, so who knows, but it's not Tom Brady. So this defense should have an opportunity to step up. Um, you know, I think that there was a, uh, I want to say it's a new coup uh, that was brought up from the practice squad um, for this game. 
I thought he had a very nice game in the middle too. You could definitely uh, tell his presence. You could see he was there. Um, and that was, it was nice to see that. And he, he made some plays. Um, so it was, it was cool to see the practice squad guy kind of come up and step in and stars role and, you know, kind of have success at it. And I think just kind of that great grind wanting to get after it really helped. Special teams, uh, you know, nothing, nothing really to speak of in this department. Uh, nothing really went sideways for either team. No team really did anything that was like crazy about field position or anything like that. Um, you know, Matt Hack did have one very nice punt in this game. I will give him that. And overall, his punt average was better than Tampa Bay's punter by a considerable amount. Um, you know, he's at 47.7% on his punt average this week. So um, actually a nice game for him. Our return team, um, nothing spectacular, nothing wrong, though, also. Um, you know, you can tell Marquez Stevens, uh, he's kind of, you almost felt like he was given a, let's not mess this up, but we want to see something happen. And they're kind of a little tentative. It feels like bringing that ball out after being benched and then brought up and then, I mean, I can feel why it'd be a little antsy back there with the ball that it's almost easier to just let it go in the end zone. Um, but nothing bad out of that. And, you know, Bassomatic, he hit what we needed him to hit and uh, he, he didn't really allow them to, you know, get any big returns. Um, I do always find it interesting that, we do choose to, especially with him having a big leg, that we do like to let teams return a lot. Um, it feels dangerous, but our coverage has been pretty good, and you know it's, it's actually shortened some fields. But uh, you know, nobody really gets the game ball, especially at Bass. I mean, he actually, I'll give it to the Hackman this week because I'm, I'm usually pretty uh, crucial about what he does. So I'll give it to him this week because he he was a good like eight yards further than the uh, Tampa Bay punter uh, in his average this week. So we'll give it to him. All in all, though, the Tau 2 halves, you know, it was like you just can't have that. You've got to have that three-phase game plan. We've got to have all three phases click for a game here and get it rolling for multiple games because coming into the playoffs, that you know, they always talk about it. I mean, they were even talking about it in the broadcast that Tampa Bay was basically at the same Bills record last year and went out on a run and ended up winning a Super Bowl. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that you just have to get it going you got to get it going now, and if you can't get it going now, you're going to find yourself maybe on the on the outside looking in because this AFC playoff picture is getting jammed back. Uh, but good thing is a lot of teams are beating each other, and there's a lot of big matchups again this week. So there's opportunities for us to hang around and still have an opportunity, but uh, getting below six losses is going to be a very dangerous game to play. But all in all, uh, I'm not really super disappointed in the way this came out because if you take away some terrible referee calls at the end of this game, um, you know, a couple dumb plays, you're right there with a team that's hadn't lost in that building, uh, you know, for starters, and is a very good football team with a guy that we know is a great quarterback and he's got great offensive weapons and they have a very good offensive line. So this was definitely a matchup that, was a good gauge to see if we're there. We're not ready for it quite yet, but I didn't see anything necessarily on that field that in that game that told me that we couldn't get there. Uh, it needs, like I mentioned, we need to play all four quarters, all three phases against a team like that to be successful. But 
that's going to do it for the phase report this week. Um, you know, I'm excited to get back into the home building because we've had some struggles there. I want to see if we can get it turned around against an opponent that we should beat, but it is kind of a little bit of kind of a trap scenario almost with the showdown with New England sit right on the other side of it, you know, and that's going to depend a lot on what they do against Indianapolis this week on how big of a game that's going to be. Um, but realistically, I want to see this team start rolling. So, Hopefully, uh, we'll be uh, getting into a good win this weekend, but we'll chat about that on the preview show that'll be out on Friday. So make sure you guys are heading over to the uh, buffalonerd.com for everything that I'm up to. Make sure you guys are heading over also to buffalolowdown.com. That's buffalo, W-down.com. Um, they got great Bills content over there. It's the fan-sided page. Uh, you know, Brandon, Aaron, Steven, all these guys are putting out good work. Uh, you know, they, they got good views good fresh views you know uh, they're younger bills fans and things like that so it's a uh, it's just a good vibe over there a good atmosphere so make sure you guys are heading over there and checking out all that stuff and of course go bills you just listen to the buffalo nerd sports podcast make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss another episode we'll see you next time leg out Hi, I'm Michaela from Columbus, and I would absolutely recommend 3C. Because the accident wasn't my fault, 3C stepped in to handle the other person's insurance company, so I didn't have to do a thing. While they were fixing up my bumper, they actually fixed up a few of the scratches that were there, and now it looks brand new. I would totally recommend 3C to my friends and family, and I have been. <laughs> 3C Potty Shop, the finest in collision for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.